To all the struggling Zelenios out there just trying to figure it out, welcome to episode 4 of Respectfully It Had Potential. My name's Bruce. And I'm Junie, and we're just trying to figure it all out too. Awesome! Alright. Okay, so for us, today is Monday, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, how are you? How was your weekend? How was your New Year's? What were you feeling? Tell um, me. It's, yeah, <laughs> yikes. So it's only... Alright, so it's... Uh, January 4th. Yeah. It's been four days into New Year. I'm not going to lie. Um, You know how they usually say, you know, that cheesy ass line, New Year, New Me. But I've taken it quite literally this time around. So um, we had a little get together for New Year's at my place. Um, it was just us and another family that we both have been taking care of each other. Not each other, but like our families and themselves in the whole COVID relationship. Yeah. Um, cause we're not trying to get COVID out Period. here. Anyway, so we spent the New Year's together at my place. Usually I'm the kind of person that even though it's my house, I'm kind of like off to the side, mm-hmm. sitting, chilling on my phone. Yeah. But this time I was like, you know what? Nah, I'm going to be a socialized butterfly. All right. Progress. So, <laughs> yes. So, I mean, it went pretty well. I talked to quite a few people at the party from the other family and shit, which usually... I used to talk to them, but then I got kind of like eh, antisocial. So yeah. Did. But that was my first progression into the new year. Wow. Yeah. Look, he's already blossoming. Look at that. Trying to blossom from this caterpillar into a butterfly. Oh my God. At like the sink. <laughs> Dead ass. <laughs> <Who> said that. <laughs> Literally, but no, it's true, and I'm really, uh, I'm trying to break out of my shell, I'm trying to, you know, I'm getting older, and I think I want to, I know what I want to do with my life, but to be successful, it also matters about the people that you know, and the people that you interact with. 100%. I want to make sure my social circle is full of positive vibes, and you know, get that shit out there. I love that. I respect that so much just because it's like, I'm so sorry to cut you off, but like, it's so true because like, I know for me personally, like me too, like I get very nervous. Like if you like take, like, I think I went to this gala once, like for, um, QC and I was so scared, so nervous. Like I had to go and introduce myself to other people who had business cards. And I was like, how the hell am I supposed to speak to these people? And of course I did it. But can I tell you, I had the most anxiety. My heart was racing in my ass. Like, I was so nervous. And and I'm in heels. So I'm extra nervous. So I get that and I completely respect that. And you got this, bitch. <laughs> you got I this. I think we both got this because yeah. we're both going to get there. And you know what's so weird? And yeah. sorry to circle back. Mm-hmm. But you know how in high school I was in... Skills USA, if you guys look it up, it's kind of this organizational thing that high schools do uh-huh. for like um, trade school and CTE and shit. Um, so basically, I was the president for New York State, which means you have to do a, like a lot of public speaking and communicating with people. Mm-hmm. Bro, I'm pretty sure I was trash because I can do the like whole speaking thing. I got really sweaty every time I spoke, but I could do it. But the whole talking with other people, because all I thought at the back of my head was, what are they thinking about me? I feel that. And yeah. that was so, and I think like a lot of people do feel that way when it comes to like talking to new people. So I'm trying to stop that little, little bugger up there and be like, nah, I'm presenting my best self and this is who they're meeting. Exactly. And, and honestly, like networking, I feel like it's more at this point in our lives, like it's more about like who you know. Mm-hmm. And as crazy that it, as it is, like, 
if you make a good impression on somebody, you're the one that they're going to think about at some point in regards to that aspect of your personality or what you have to offer. And so definitely important, definitely something that I think we all can keep working on because, you know, I'm still a nervous ass bitch. And even now, even I think now after this whole COVID quarantine shit, it's going to be worse. Like, uh, because I haven't really interacted with too many people. Like, I even find myself nervous, like, talking to my cousin. (laughs) Like, I'm constantly thinking or, like, trying to figure out, like, okay, like, does this sound right or is this okay? Like, I and I also, like, I, I see myself, like, monitoring my social, like, interactions in the sense of, like, <laughs> was that socially acceptable? Is oh, this you, okay? Like, it in your head a little yes. bit? Yes. And then oh I'm, like, I'm like, I could have said this rather than that, and that would have sounded better. So it, that, that's, like, constant for me, and, like, it's it's gotten worse because I'm not really around people, so I want to make sure, like, every time I speak to somebody or I'm around somebody – it's like I'm saying stuff that are that's meaningful or that's relevant. I don't want to sound stupid, and so and that makes sense. And I think a lot of us uh, can relate to that because Jesus, I overanalyze every interaction. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I deal with people all day at work, and sometimes really, I'm sitting there while I'm helping somebody else while I'm thinking, "Damn, could I have done something different for this person? Could I have said something different for this person?" And it's so bad. It is. Definitely. But, you know, 2021, (laughs) we're growing. Of course, we're not going to completely change because 2020 was rough on us. And we have a lot of trauma to feel. I I think for sure, like, the only word that I think I want to use for 2021 will definitely be just progress. Oh, yeah. Which is, like, you know, progressing out of this slump Mm -hmm. that we fell into. Because, you know, a lot of us fall into a slump. You know, like you said, it's kind of hard to fall back into a social aspect and social interactions when you've been locked up with quarantine and Literally. haven't really been speaking to anyone. I mean, even through, like, texting, I, like, I'm so bad at it. Yeah. And also because I just hate texting. And we talked about this, too. <laughs> episode yeah. one, if you haven't listened. Yeah. Episode one. Literally. Um, so, like, you guys yeah. can, like, hear my whole round, episode one, because I suck. Um... But hey, it's been four days, so how's your... Well, um, we just stayed home, which I was kind of, like, glad about because, one, I respectfully didn't have much energy, and so I wanted to be home. And I think that I, since once I had the opportunity to be home, I really loved it. I did. Why are you giving me that look? I loved being home. I'm giving you that look because, guys, you should have seen the Snapchat she posted as soon as it hit midnight. This bitch, oh my god, (laughs) had the most energy in the world. I was literally like, wait, I thought you were sleepy. Oh, no, I was sleepy. I was literally, okay, so what I did, like, um, the whole, like, the day before and, like, on New Year's, I was watching, like, Pixar movies. So, I love Pixar. Pixar is my fucking shit. I had just finished 22. uh, 22. I am 22. I had just finished Soul. And I... You have to watch Soul. It was beautiful. Um, And then it just reminded me so much of, like... It gave me, like, an inside-out vibe. I wanted to watch Onward. Like, I was, like, in. And so, that's what I was doing the first... uh, The, like, New Year's Eve. After we went to go see my grandparents or whatever. And I was living. I loved it. I saw Onward. I had a really good time crying. Um, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. Have you seen it? 
I haven't. It's on Disney Plus, which Bro. I'm that person that I don't really like to pay for subscriptions. I like to just borrow them, which is I hate well, you. well no, I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. I do like whoever I like borrow subscription from. I pay a fraction of that cost. Like oh, you like, do. Yeah, You're I so do. kind. Oh my, I do. Really? Like, I don't HBO, do that. I like lend. I have it from somebody, but I pay them five dollars a month. I just rather not pay fifteen because I don't watch it all the time. Okay, Chelsea, if you're hearing this, don't. <laughs> no, I'm not paying anything for HBO Max that you left on my TV. <laughs> I'm not paying oh, yeah. a fraction. Yeah. And Even the- though I watch everything on it, it has Sex in the City. It has um. The Fresh Prince. I was like binging the shit out of that. Game of Thrones. I'm still on season three. Haven't really place. progressed. You have I will to. do that. I will do that. But anyway, back to Onward. Yeah. You need to watch Onward. So the only thing is I was I had it um because my brother was paying for it. So that's the only one I didn't pay for. Yeah. Um and he stopped paying for it. So I'm left without Disney Plus, but I'm probably gonna find somebody to give it to me. So it's no problem. I'll watch it sometime this afternoon. Oh, he'll find somebody to do it. Oh please. Um, (laughs) Anyway, so yeah, I spent it onward. I watched Inside Out. I cried. Have you watched Inside Out? Of course, I've watched it religiously. I think about ten times, and each and every single time, it just hits the feels in such a way. Yeah. Oh my god. It was really good. Like I just, it was really nice. And then we were like watching like um. Anderson Cooper and his friend Andy, and they were like drunk on TV under the ball. And my mom was like, "Technically, that's." He, she was like, "This is an accurate depiction of you and Bruce." I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and my mom was like, "But so Andy's like the clown, and my mom was like, he's like the one that's always drinking and taking shots." And then Anderson Cooper's like, "This bitch like, trying to like hold his shit together," and my, that's like literally us. Like you're Andy, and I'm Anderson. I'm so sorry I got cut off by my mother. I'm literally crying because she is ridiculous. Um, she came to give me guava and cheese. So I'm sorry for the abrupt <laughs> interruption. Anyway, I had a really good New Year's because I was like crying and laughing. I'm Anderson. Bruce is Andy. Kind of very fitting. Um, but yeah, and then, oh yeah. So, si veo a tu mamá. Epic. My king, Bad Bunny, duh, yeah. Benito, that's Love my man. That. <laughs> anyway, um, I really wanted to make it a... <laughs> Me too, I am going to keep him at the top. Um, so I wanted to really get the, like, maldito año nuevo right when it fell. So I spent, like, a good hour trying to figure out how I'm going to time this so perfectly to make sure that I get it right on time. So I think I, like, it was, like, 11.58, and I, like, played a minute of it, and it's like 20 something where it says maldito año nuevo, like when you know, like it has the fireworks or whatever. So at 10 seconds, I paused it. And then at eight seconds, I let the fireworks go and I got it. I fucking got it. But um, I didn't hear it. You got it. My video heard oh it. My God. I didn't hear it. <laughs> so I'm so sorry. I'm still like, I'm still recovering from my mom. <laughs> You were literally crying. She like literally. Mm, <laughs> I'm literally recovering. I'm sorry. My mom. Oh my god. I can't. She was literally, bah, like coming through my door on her knees, <laughs> handing me this plate of guava and cheese. Oh my but god. But yeah, I was so excited. Literally, that made my entire like 
you know what, 2020 was horrible, but Bad Bunny saved it for me. And he's changed my life. I have, what is it called, a tapestry? Tapestry. tapestry. Like, mm-hmm. for my wall? Okay, tapestry. <laughs> I have that. And it's of young Benito, and I am going to put it up. I haven't had the time to do so. Um, but, yeah, that's going to be the site that my students see from now and on. That is Bad Bunny. That is perfectly <laughs> Oh, my God. No, literally every morning, you know, Every morning, I feel like you should wake up feeling like a bad bitch. Mm -hmm. So the only way I see fit is by playing Bad Bunny. So what's your go-to song to be a bad bitch? Oh my god! 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 Because I'm I'm bad at everything having to do with names, so I just know where it's located. Okay. So I I start with Te Mundaste, and then Te Mudaste. Te Mudaste. Oh wow! Why did I say Te Mundaste? Te Mudaste. I go from Te Mudaste to La Noche de Noche, because it takes me three songs to get to work. And then Only I go three to, songs? Uh, yeah, I drive like a maniac. <laughs> <laughs> and then I go to Antes Que Se Acabe. And <gasps> then if I have to wait outside of work because everybody I work with is late like a motherfucker, they don't have a clock, um, I go to Yo Visto Así. And that, ugh, that is a song. Let me tell you. So... I have a walk. You know I have my walk. Oh, yeah. He has this walk where he, like, struts, but it's, it doesn't look like a strut. It's like a glide, it, it's, but it's still a strut. Oh, my God. To put it into, like, my coworker said, he literally was, like, because one day it was raining and I was just coming out my car. He's, like, you came out your car, and it's, like, the raindrops didn't want to touch you. <laughs> they paralleled off you you walked so gracefully i was like why are you gassing me but you know i felt great about it anyway so yeah when i have that song on bruh 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 i walk in with such confidence 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 and like guys i don't know how you feel about like shoes that make noise like the clickety clacking dress shoe noise i love it if you can hear me walking into that room you know I'm a bad bitch, and that is it. Period. That's it. And That's it. you best believe, like, every shoe he usually wears has, like, a little heel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also because it adds height, because I'm short, so. I'm de- Yo, I've recently, oh, let me tell you. So, this weekend, we went to the outlets, and we want. I dabbled, of course. I had to buy something. I can't just go there and not buy anything. So, I'm getting into shoes with thicker soles. <sighs> As you should. Because I'm 5'1". <laughs> I, Wait, I, 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 I don't know why I laughed so hard at that. I'm 5'1". Um, I love working at the secondary level. Um, so teenagers who happen to be larger than I am. Meaning that they're like 6'3". And I'm 5'1", trying to tell them what to do. Where were and, those boys when we were in school? I mean, not ask, like it mattered because I wasn't like out and I wasn't going to do shit. Yeah. But like, where were they? They would have been nice to I look know. at. I know. Bro, I'm literally, I'm telling you, I think it's the GMOs or something in the air that's like affecting these kids because they're fucking huge. They don't even look like teenagers. Like, I look, I'm the one that gets stopped and says, where's your ID? I'm like, hold up. I work here. I know. Or I'm observing here. Or I'm student teaching. Like, literally that type of shit. So... Fucking wild. Even when I was, like, at our school, I would still get stopped. And I'm like, you used to stop me as a student years ago. How are you stopping me now? So it's, it's, it was fucking wild. But You know yes. what's crazy, though? You do have a baby face. Like, on I top do. of the fact that you're short, you have a baby face. And your style is not, like, how would you put it? 
Not like our regular teacher style. It's kind of like more... I'm very sensible and more like... I prefer like a plain crew neck and some like t- like slacks mm-hmm. or like some like whatever. Literally my Like vibe. I don't really go out... All, I don't go my all out to like wear a button down and like have my blazer and everything. Like one, I'm going to be up on my feet all day. Two... I get like heat flashes, so you best believe I'm wearing something fuzzy to keep me warm, and then I can take off easily. And I like being comfortable. I wear Vans. I'll wear Converse. I'll wear my freaking Air Force Ones. I'll wear anything to make me comfortable. And I always like try to establish that, like wherever I'm at. Like I don't want them to like think like, oh, this is how I dressed at the mm-hmm. beginning, and now I'm like mm-hmm. this. So like I'm flat out like I'll let you know who I am. This is what I've dressed like. like I'm this not is me. the. I don't like dress up mm-hmm. every day. I don't wear dresses. I don't do not. I don't. I'm you, bro. There's teachers out there who wear heels. Get the fuck out yeah. my face. Nope. I don't know if you remember like one of the teachers at. I don't, I don't think so. But there was a teacher in. Well, she wasn't a teacher. She was more like a head of like CTE. Mm-hmm. But she wore heels all the time. But you know what I like? She had like a tattoo on the bottom of her leg that you could see sometimes. It was like, I think like a dragon. And it was so cool. I was like, that's when I knew tattoos were the shit. Uh- <laughs> but I can't do it. Like, it's just not sensible. No. Like, I feel like, like, I respect everybody. Do what you need to do. Do what makes you feel powerful or whatever. What makes me feel like a bad bitch and like I could own the room is walking in with some vans. That's it. And some, like, nice-ass slacks. I'm really into, like, patterned pants. Oh, my God. And so I feel like that makes everything Mm -hmm. super into that. And I also feel like me with my patterned pants and, like, my slacks is, like, what sets me aside from not really looking like too much of a student. Like, I try. (laughs) I have to try, of course. But, um, yeah, it's just too much at this point. Patterned slacks are, like, such a vibe, especially because I hate really busy tops. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd rather the top be simple. Like, I have a bunch of, like, Nike crewnecks that I yeah. love wearing to the to work because I'm just like, this with a pair of, like, nice dress pants, I'm good. I'm fine. And dress shoes. That's it. Speaking of work, it's Monday. We got back to work. Oh, Lord. So, how was that? Because you actually have to leave your house for work. I... Not that I'm not, it's not a luxury. I just have no choice but to work from home. <laughs> so, my routine, it, it's, it did change. But yours had to change a little more dramatically than mine. Oh, my God. So, the, let me start with the worst. The oh worst God. is, so you know how I took a three-week stay-at-home vacation? Yeah. Um, My dog is acting up. Oh, no. And I was like, because, like, you know, I don't know how most people are, but me with my dog, every time she does something wrong, I try to analyze the situation and see what happened, what could have caused her to do something. So you're your dog's therapist? (laughs) I guess you could call it that. I just, I don't believe dogs do something just for doing something. I think there has to be a reason why they act it up. So like recently as of late, we, I mean, she has this beautiful leather couch that she destroyed. Was it new? Um, She got it last Christmas. So it wasn't like new new. So. But relatively Yeah, it wasn't like pristine condition okay so it was technically still yeah and then i have a couch in my room that like she like clawed at the armrest i mean i don't care about the couch because like it's whatever i'm gonna get rid of it anyway but like it's just the fact that she's destroying Mm -hmm. stuff and then like my mom was talking to me she's like she's probably acting up because you spoiled her you were home for three weeks and now you're back to working long shifts at work 
And I was like, you see, that makes sense. Bro, she has separation anxiety. She does. My, but... Yeah, my professor was talking about his dog who had separation anxiety. And he was like, she needs she needs mental help. Like, that's what she, he said. It was so funny. Oh, my God. You know what, though? It's it's not that bad because I installed a camera in my room just for the, the process of cat, like looking up at her when I'm at work and like making sure she's not mm -hmm. doing anything. So for the most part, she'll like sleep. Just like every once in a while, I think she just gets like a click in her brain and she's like, all right, yeah. I'm bored, I'm upset, let me destroy something. Aww. But your brothers don't like play with her, like they're home. So here's the thing. My brothers, how do I put it? They only like to play with her outside. And right now it's cold outside. Okay. So all that they do is they let her out and then they bring her back inside and then give her a treat and call it a day. That's so nice. <laughs> exactly. So it's kind of like, but it's also with, wow, going off on a tangent about my dog, but. No, dad, it's okay. But it's also because like the way my house is set up, the first floor is mine entirely and she stays in the first floor. She doesn't go upstairs. So which is something we're trying to change when we move. We're trying to change her dynamic for the first floor to be like a regular house, you mm -hmm. know, um, kitchen, living room, dining room, all that shit for her to live in the first floor be comfortable in the first floor and so that she's more she goes a little mm. bit away from me yeah so it's not just in your room yeah downstairs. and like and so that she can because she loves my mom to death mm -hmm. like if anything she has the most connection with me and my mom so because my mom actually comes and lays down with her and like pets her it's it's adorable um so, you know, it's for her to build a bond with the rest of the family. She has a big enough bond with me, oh, but, yeah. like, it has to have. Spread right. And, I mean, I want another dog <laughs> so bad. So bad. But I don't want to be the one to get it because I want it to be someone else's responsibility. Yes. <laughs> so that, you know, if something else happens with that dog, whoever got it, be like, I love you. I love the it's dog. It's not your... But, like, it's your yeah. fault. It, I mean, like, it's your, your thing. Because, I mean, I have thousands of dollars invested into her. She's my baby. Bro, you're wild. I, what was it that what was it that was like super expensive? I think you were you you had come down. Mm-hmm. And the, I think it was like one of the last times you came down. You had come down and then like something with like her stomach, I might be wrong. But then she had to go to the vet and it was like ridiculously expensive. Oh. Like she was there and you had to like pick her up. Or am I imagining this? No, no, I remember. Do I remember correctly what happened? No, my memory sucks. But it was expensive. That's fine. But yeah, I remember mm -hmm. it was super expensive and I was like, holy shit, like why isn't there like dog insurance? <laughs> like, why there don't, is. Like, there, there is. Is that ridiculously thing, expensive too? So the first year I had her, I got her dog insurance with um, this company that does it. But like... It was crazy expensive. I think, like, just on that insurance alone, that year I spent, like, close to $800. And, like, the shit that she got that year, I don't think even added up to that. So I was like, it makes no sense. I think it's better for me just to, you know, pay out of pocket whatever it costs. Um, and that's just my thought process because a, a relatively healthy dog doesn't need to go to the vet that often. Yeah. Anyway, so so basically to circle back, so going back to work has been tough because Abby's been acting up with me having longer shifts. Also, my job is so understaffed, so understaffed. And it's not the first time it happens to me to work at a job that is understaffed. And then I think like, I wouldn't say I'm used to the pressure. 
Like, I will perform regardless. It's just my person and who I am as a person. I want to perform regardless of the situation. But it's hard when you're, like, there helping somebody and then the next person is just kind of sitting there glaring at you. Like, I... Like, what kind of glare? Like... Like, the kind of glare that's kind of like, all right, this person isn't as important as me. Can you move on? Oh, okay. Yeah. Ew. And it's kind of like, um, you're next, but this person is just as important as you are. And I'm going to help every customer that I can to the best of my ability. Um... So that sucks. Yeah. So what I'm trying to train myself is to, this is going to sound so bad, but it's to kind of like not care about that part. So like to help every customer and treat every situation differently and to kind of like put a wall between me and the customers and just kind of be like, you got to wait your turn. That's it. Like there's nothing I can do. I'm working by myself. Yeah. There's nothing I can do. But um, that being said, I think with all this stress and all this pressure, it makes the easy days feel so much easier so that's a good thing but yeah going back to work sucks i wish i was a millionaire and i could live my life at home but i can't absolutely i mean yeah i was dreading today um just give me one second because i have to tell my mom to shut the fuck up i'll be right back Uh, all right, so the good thing about going back to work, well, ever since going back to work, yo, my angel numbers have been going insane. Insane. I see them everywhere. I see them in people's balances in their accounts. <laughs> I see them at the time. I see, like, if I'm on a conference call, I, I like, it pops up on, like, the conference call time length. It pops up in people's account numbers. It pops up everywhere and i'm just like sometimes i'm like it's just a coincidence it's just a coincidence it's just that's what i'm saying too because like for me too like my angel numbers are walling out right now and i sound like i smoke cigarettes every single day right now (laughs) (laughs) but yeah my angel numbers are bugging the fuck out like i've been getting 111 or 1111 consistently and religiously every day either it be the time or a number that I see, or either it's on the computer, or today, I even sent it to you, I was listening to music, and I stopped the song, because I had to pause it, obviously, because I was working, and I was like, let me pause it, and like, let me answer this. Mm-hmm. It stopped at one eleven, and I was like... Oh my god, like it did that and it, it's just it's just consistent. And then yesterday we were leaving the Poconos because we like oh, bush kill, whatever. Um we yeah. were leaving there and for the first time I saw eight eight eight. Yeah, that was different. Yeah, and what what did you say it was? Oh my god, <laughs> let me look at the photos because literally I've I think out of all the numbers that I've ever seen, it's always been, you know, um including ones, threes yeah fives and then sometimes sevens but i've been getting sevens and recently and the first time 888 yeah so um that i was like ooh, that's a new number um all right so 888 the angel number 888 indicates that financial and material abundance is on its way into your life so oh and you're getting karma repaid thank you 
I need that shit. I need that shit so bad. Respectfully, you are literally like your karma must be in abundance of value because you are too good sometimes. Like it's time oh, fucking that it please. like paid you the, back. Uh, bro to these kids. Yeah, it's just it's just a lot. Um, I need something good to happen. So hopefully that's true. Speaking of stuff that are good to happen, I'm oh so God. sorry. Going off on a tangent. Um, our New Year. Remember those like New Year's traditions we were oh talking my God, about. I was just gonna yeah. bring that. Oh. You know what I'm talking about. So okay, if anyone is listening that had heard our last two podcasts, you know that yes. allegedly red underwear means, <laughs> you know, manifest love yeah. and yellow's manifesting money. And throughout the podcast, we were talking about how we're going to wear yellow underwear because, you know, that money, get that bag. Yeah, <laughs> let, let, let us tell you, actually. Um, so my, my, my God-honest intentions were to wear yellow underwear. I wanted to wear yellow underwear. I even took out cash to put in my pocket and in my shoe or sock, if you may say, because I was home, <laughs> to ensure that I was manifesting all the money I could possibly. Anyway, <laughs> I completely forgot. Time has slipped. I've been so busy. We were doing like editing and stuff. So it was like it was a long day. And I was also like doing work and stuff for school. And so I didn't have time. And I was like, let me go mm-hmm. <laughs> and look and see yeah. what I have. And with everything in me, I look, I have a lot of nudes, a lot of blacks, a lot of neutral stuff, you know? Um, some colors here and there, but nothing yellow, right? Um, <laughs> and then I get to the back. And when I'm looking, I find this bright ass red <laughs> piece of underwear. I was like, oh, I, like, okay, let me tell you what I was thinking. And I was like, I can go with the neutral stuff and the nudes and all of that. But then I'm wasting a manifestation. Right. Like, I don't want to waste it. I was like, I be- like, I either get something or nothing. Right. Like, at least I try. <laughs> and so I wore red underwear yeah. for New Year's. <laughs> and literally, like, the same, like, we were so busy. And, like, I yeah. had forgotten all about going shopping. But I had already looked it up. I was like, where can I get yellow underwear? I was like, I could jump and go to Target or mm-hmm. whatever. And that's what I was planning on doing. I was like, yeah. I'm going to Target. I'm going to Target. I'm going to Target. But shit happened. Couldn't make it to Target. That night, I'm, like, showering. And, you know, I totally forgot about it. I totally forgot about it for a second. And I'm trying to get dressed. I'm like, oh, yellow underwear. I'm dead. Where is it? And I was really, because sometimes I really be buying, like, colorful packs for no reason. But I, I wish like, I was that way. <laughs> but all my colorful packs are just shades of blue. <laughs> so, <laughs> so literally, as I'm looking through, all I have is, like, black, gray, shades of blue. I'm like, I have to have something, I have to have something, I have to have something. I look, and I have, like, this pair of, like, red trunks. I'm like... I guess. (laughs) And then I'm like looking through my socks because I needed dress socks for the shoes I was wearing because they're kind of tight. They're like dress shoes, whatever. And I only found like the red pair of dress socks. So let let me just reiterate for everybody. Not only did he wear red underwear, he wore red socks too. So he doubled up on that shit. And again, not intentionally. It happened. 
It just happened. It did. It did just happen. And, you know, if love comes its way in 2021, I guess, I think we, as long as we're ready, because I don't know if I'm ready. I don't think I'm ready. I'm I don't think anybody's ready for me, if I'm honest. I mean, my mom was like, oh, I'm scared for <laughs> whoever, whatever person is it, because I'm a lot. I'm a lot, and I'm rough. Like, you know what I'm, I'm just like, mean sometimes. I don't think, like, yeah. I don't know. The thing is, like, like we talked about yeah. in our other episodes, I like separation. I like separate mm-hmm. lives. And a lot of people these days, this is why I like yeah. older people. Because our generation and our, our kind of age group are so, like, n- needy. Needy. Like, on top like, of want to live one life. <laughs> and it's kind of like, I don't no, want fuck that. that. And not for nothing. Wow, this not a gold digger here. I promise. I just need you to have a career and ambitions. I don't think that's too much to ask for because I was, like, even saying, like, the next person I encounter or whatever, like, a career path, a career, or something, like, not just a job. Like, that doesn't cut it. Like, I need to know that you want, not, like, more for yourself and, like, that you, like, like, you're not just thinking now, you're thinking future later on like even if that's not with me like i don't give a fuck but i want to know if right. you you want to do well for yourself as a person you know later on thinking of your future yeah because it also has to do with like being able to have a conversation and like mm-hmm. i can have a conversation about such adult shit like people call it adult shit but it's really just you know it's, it's not everyday it's like, life like, but then the like yeah. when i try to talk to people like guys my age it's so... It's like talking to a wall. Oh, I'm tired. It's <laughs> like talking age. to a wall, let me tell you. Yeah. Like, they don't they don't talk about shit. Like, they don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, at least nothing with substance, right, I like, guess. Oh like, God. it's very rare. Like, those are very rare. It reminds me of high school. Uh, don't, don't text me, what are you doing? W-Y-D or that shit, like, multiple times a day. Like, that pisses me off. Like, I hate that. You know what this one guy did this one time I will never forget? He literally texted me out of the blue. What are you doing tonight? Let's go out. And I was like, oh my God, fuck it. Let's do it. Like shit. Like I like spontaneous shit. Yeah. Like I do. Like if you catch me out of the blue and you want to go out for drinks, that's, that's, that's the energy I need. Mm-hmm. But he was toxic. So fuck I'm that. dead. He said, <laughs> never mind. Uh, but that, that's what I mean. Cause like boys are age for the most part are kind of like, they want you to like say what you want to do and it's like it's no like just take me out and let me let's do something yeah i think that's definitely has a lot to do with what's wrong with our generation <laughs> oh um and yeah so and i think it got worse oh too. yeah it definitely did um everything happens in its own due time so it is what <laughs> it is but i agree with you it, it's just hard like it's just and also it's like i'm home like i love me I like watching TV. <laughs> I like being, I like, I, no, bro. Life is just crazy. Like, don't no. add any more insanity to my life, please. <laughs> Honestly. But you know, one of my biggest regrets that I have in the top of my head right now. What? Is Still? that I didn't start the office sooner. Because. Oh, bitch. That was your biggest regret? I was like, I thought you were going to yes. drop something juicy on me. No. Um, I think, you know. Not to go off on a tangent, well, but I finally think... he realizes that The Office is the superior sitcom. All right, you're extra. I never said all that. <laughs> it is the superior freaking sitcom. I never said all... I, th- I said it was really good and that I'm upset I didn't get to finish. 
um, because I left on a really good Where did you leave off? Um, Did you see the wedding? No. I'll tell you what I left off on. The most wholesome moment. (laughs) I'm going to cry a little. Um, So basically, Pam had failed a class and she had to retake it. And she was going to stay for another 12 weeks. And Jim literally was like, oh, you know, no. if you come back, come back when you're when you're done and you're ready. And, yo, <laughs> I was like, wow, this man. Oh, my God. And then she shows up. And she's like, I know I came back with not being finished. But, like, you could see that there was love there. I'm ready to and cry right now. Oh, my God. Dead ass. And you know what? I kind of reanalyzed the whole wedding scene. And now with these thoughts in my head, it's not it's as corny not, as It's not. It's literally them. That's what makes it so beautiful. Like, it's such a wholesome and pure moment that it literally sums up their love story in such an eloquent and beautiful way. Uh, God. Oh my god. But yeah, The Office is gonna be like the one that got away because... Bro, Peacock is pissing me off. So, have you actually tried to watch it on Peacock? You only get the first two episodes, uh, the first two seasons. <laughs> oh my god. I'm so sorry. I'm gonna have to go tell my mom to be quiet again. <laughs> In the most loving way possible. Well, oh I'll just god. give me one second. I love talking about The Office, but like, two seconds. It'll be like a nanosecond for you, but yeah. <laughs> All right, we're back. I'm so sorry. My mom has AirPods in. She cannot hear herself speak right now. She's talking to my grandmother. She's having a very passionate conversation. Um, like a true Hispanic And she's just woman. way too loud. <laughs> Respectfully. I I don't know. We're going to have to figure something out because I was really considering like buying it. Hold on. Pause. Wait. So, so I'm confused though. What do you mean they're only given the first two seasons? Like do they get... They have to purchase the other... Okay, so essentially, so what they're offering shows and, like, a bunch of other mm-hmm. shit, like, movies and everything for free. Mm-hmm. That you could stream for free, obviously with some ads, but respectfully, the ads are not that ridiculous. Mm. It's, like, 16 seconds. That's What's true. 16 seconds of my life? <laughs> Whatever. So, in that sense, it's fine, but literally, they're fucking crooks because mm-hmm. they are obviously luring the audience, Right? But then again, it's like it's not accommodating at all because the first two seasons, all right, they're free mm-hmm. with the, the just the sign up and you get whatever is free. So you get the first two seasons. Mm-hmm. Then if you pay $4.99, you'll get the rest mm-hmm. of the season. So you'll have nine seasons. But you will still have ads. <laughs> so why are you paying if you're oh still going to have ads? And then if you don't want mm. ads at all, you pay the premium p- price, which is $10, to get the nine seasons and no ads. Fucking crookery. I just made that up. Fucking crookery. Because if I'm even paying you $5 and you know that you're going to get a shit ton of people just to watch mm. this series... Why? Like, what? Like, that's how you know it's all for the money. It is. And then you want to know what I think they should have done? Because they're offering all, like, this behind-the-scenes and extra shit. And, I like, saw that, yeah. Character stuff, which is cool. And it's, like, they're calling it, like, super fan episodes, which kind of pisses me off because it's, like, oh, you're not a fan unless you, like, pay for it. Like, all of that because you don't have access to it. Mm-hmm. Which is, like, all right, like, okay, 
make that shit the extra shit that people pay for and not the series itself. Like, okay, we'll pay the $5. I'll pay $5 a month just to watch it. Like, I'll do that. But, like, no. Like, it's fucking aggravating. Like, I am so mad. Like, can you see the passion in my face? Basically, like, you're very good. But do you not do you not have Hulu? I do have Hulu, but I get Hulu through um Spotify. My student me too. And then, Spotify. Me too, even though I'm not a student. They still haven't caught me yet. Um <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> But so like Hulu, you pay for Hulu and you still have ads. So I think they're trying to, you know, take that route. But also but it's not even but we get ads with Hulu because we get the bare minimum because we also have Spotify. And then we also get Showtime and we get it at the student discount. So that makes sense as to why there's ads. Because if we just I don't but you get Showtime. (laughs) But people get but you get Showtime. You can watch Shameless there, but like you could also watch Shameless on Netflix. But anyway, it make that makes sense. That together, the mm-hmm. Spotify, the Hulu, and having ads on Hulu, that makes sense. Okay. At least you still have access, okay. you know. And it mm-hmm. makes sense because we're paying at a discounted rate. What two? We're students in theory, and we could barely afford air, and so that's what they're doing with that. Mm-hmm. And so that makes sense. But Peacock, I feel like that shit's just being a fucking crook. Like Well, yeah, every ad I've seen about Peacock just throws the office in your face. They're doing it just so that they can lure all these people. And I'm sorry, but I'm not going to leave Netflix for Peacock <laughs> just because Netflix has a lot of content. Even though they lost Gossip Girl, they have a lot of shit. And, like, I, I'm not giving up Elite. I'm not giving up Money Heist. Like, I'm not doing no. that. So, Which is why I think they were, like, fine with not renewing the contact contract. But HBO gaining Gossip Girl. Oh, that shit's fucking legendary. Yo, because then they're going to release, you know, the new whatever it is. Oh, I don't... Oh, bro, why do they... I don't, ooh, it fucking pisses me off. Like, it was a solid... Like, that show is gold. Yeah, like, yeah. you're going to taint that's, it. You're going to taint thing. it. Like, I need it to be a different storyline. Like, it can't just be, like, following up. Like, it needs to be different. Because... I hope... Yeah. Because if they're trying to reinvent it, I'm going to fight somebody. Do you... Like, is there anything out there... Like, it's going to be different characters, right? Like, in theory, like, they're diff- they're named I differently? Or is it know. like, oh, there's another Serena Vanderwoodson or another know. Blair Waldo? Because, because no one will be Serena Vanderwoodson like my love, Blake Lively. Okay? And nobody would be Blair. And it's just like... <laughs> like, no, you can't do that. I'm sorry. Like, if you do that, I will fight you. I will yeah, fight you. Th- that's what that's what worries me about like reboots because you have to like tread lightly and it's not like the original cast is even coming, so it's like it's weird. And then like, what are they gonna do? Have Nate Archibald as like a teacher or something? Like <laughs> what? Like how, like how is that supposed to work? Like, like right, like, it's been so long and it's ugh, I don't know. Man. And then like, I feel like another reason why I don't think it w- would work as well is that we live in the age of social media. Like, mm-hmm. nothing's a secret anymore. So, like, XOXO Gossip Girl isn't going to have the same effect. And uh, and then it's like, it's like another Twitter. Did you, like, oh my God, do you remember, this is like so out of left field, but do you remember no. when Ask FM was, just, was a thing? 
Oh my god. Yeah. Ask F- I, uh, I'd be like, ask me questions on my Ask FM. Oh. And oh then I'd god. get all of these god. questions be like, who wants to know who likes me? Like, who's telling me they love me? Like, no, it was so- uh, Ask oh. FM was fucking wild. Did you, you had an Ask FM, yeah. right? Yeah, oh my god. I got my first bully statement of high school in Ask FM. Really? Yeah, it was kind of like outing me, but I was also like, high school's weird. Really? Yeah, no, nah, this bitch came at me and she was like, What'd she say? Because, you know, relationship in high school. Yeah. And she was kind of like, basically, you know, you're doing it to cover up that you're gay. Which, first of all, you don't know my sexuality, neither did I, but whatever. Bitch, like, I was questioning myself. (laughs) Like, what do you you know that I know? Right. And then she was coming at the way I walk. And at the back of my head, I really was like, you know what? I walk like a bad bitch, and that bitch is jealous because she's... She's just mad. Yeah. And, um... But then I was also, you know, insecure because I was like, damn, they really think I'm gay. And at the time, you know, I guess internalized homophobia and also not knowing yeah. who the fuck I was. Mm-hmm. I really, I, that hit me hard. That hit yeah. me so hard. And like Lincoln said in our last episode, leaving high school was so freeing and open because the fact that I went away for college, mm-hmm. I got to be whoever the fuck I wanted to be. You reinvented yourself. You say, yeah. I did. I was a little too... That's okay. I, I was a little too extra. Let's you needed call it. explore. You needed to explore that. Yeah, you I know? did. So it, that's it helped okay. Me find out who I was, mm-hmm. and like understand who I am. I mean, I still don't know where I fall on the spectrum of the LGBTQ. Yeah. But um, I think love is a spectrum anyway. So exactly. Um, so yeah. 100%. So, it's, so like a, it's like outer space. <laughs> Honestly. So many variables. You know what though? I think the, the, the thing about it is like, I don't like labels when it comes to me anyway, because one day I could be like, damn, like I really like this guy and like, he's really this, he's really that, whatever. But then there are some days when like I could find a girl that's attractive in more than one one. Cause to me it's not just about the physical. Literally, if you catch me with a great ass conversation and the vibes are so good, I'll have a crush, which is bad. Yeah. But that's fine. Not no. always. Like literally. Yeah. No, not always. I'm really picky who I have crushes with, but it's like the vibe. If you get me with the vibe. Yeah, like like you'll be you'll smirk a little more. You know, like you'll have that feeling. Right. Yeah, right I get right, it. Right, yeah. Right. right. Like, I'll kind of be like, damn, like, yeah. I really fuck with you. Um, and then it, if it builds some more, it builds some more. But anyway, so that's why I'm just, like, yeah. spectrum. Like, I'll fall wherever I fall. I like whoever I like. I don't think 100%. Personally, and that's funny because my mom really, like, has this vision of, like, me having, like, a wife and kids. And, like, to me, I'm, like, I find it hilarious because it's, like, whoever I fall for, like, truly and deeply enough to, like, marry, first yeah. of all. Marry is a social construct and I don't want to get married. What? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, did you see that post? It was, like, Aquarius is a so, like, be talking to themselves about, like, how marriage is a social construct. <laughs> and I literally tell everybody that it's literally just a contract. <laughs> like, but that's my belief, you know? And I feel like some people do need that, which is fine. Well, um, which is, I respect like, it. 100%. I want a commitment. Um, if we get married, it's going to be, like, in our late 60s. And when I know that you're not leaving me. <laughs> oh, my... And that's the thing. I think I've also formulated, like, a sense of, like, untrustworthiness with people. Yeah. Because so many people can act a certain way, but then, like, just, like... And, like, just be so different. And it's, like, because... You know how they phrase it. It's, like, when you're trying to get someone, you act like your best self. 
Mm-hmm. But then once you get them, you like just become dull. You have to keep like, them. Yep. Right. And it's like, sis, if you can't keep up, if you can't keep working for me, bitch, and not in that way, I just mean like working for my love and my attention. Yeah, you're like, yeah. Then you're wasting my time. I'm dead. And what'd your mom, what'd you like, how'd your mom act when you told Literally, no, because like I, she tries to bring it up every time, like a wife and kids, and I'm just like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's this guy I was talking to, and I just bring it up like that, yeah. and I could tell my mother loves me to death. She would do anything and everything for me. Like I'm her favorite child, as a fact. <laughs> I can say that all I fucking want because I know it. So like I know she loves me, and like she'll accept it all. But you can like see the little bit of like un. Like, discomfort in her, like, face. And, like, if I were to talk about a girl, she would, like, go more deep into it. But when it's about a guy, she kind of wants to uh, cut the conversation like, yeah. short. Yeah. Which sucks. But then again, it's, like, that's how they were raised. Because yeah. they are, like, I guess we have to think of it that way, too. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, like, this is whatever to us. Mm-hmm. Like, right. it's, it's it's life. It's normal. Mm-hmm. Um, But to them, it's a little bit more, like... Touchy, Do, are I we guess. really gonna talk about that? Right. Like, you know, it's usually like, oh, that's the cousin that we're not gonna talk too much about. <laughs> with the, you know, like that, like, yeah. that, like just like try to make like connections and stuff. And but, you yeah. know what? I find funny because you know, whenever the time comes that I find someone that I want to meet my mom, because mm-hmm. only one person has met my mom, and that was by far the worst decision ever. <laughs> um, so the next person that meet, meets my mom, and like any sense of the word because like not even like people i like go out for drinks with and call friends quote yeah. unquote, have wow that sounded disrespectful there are people that are my friends and i go out for drinks with but they haven't met my mom yeah that's fine to me my mom is like top tier mm-hmm. like you meet my mom bro she'll, from day one she gonna be like you know that's a cool person or she'll just come up and just be like, that person's gonna do you so dirty. I spoke to my bruja. <laughs> like, and like, you know what gets me though? Is that she's right. Like, yeah. whenever she says it, it's like she damns it to the world because she ends up being right. And it's like, you know what, yeah. damn you, because I should have just left it at that. Like, not meeting you. Like, whatever happens, happens. But she like, she's a witch. Like, I tell you, like, if we have strong manifesting powers, which we do, we be bringing shit to ourselves. Her power is like a million. Oh, one hundred percent. But yeah, went off on a huge I'm tangent dead. with that. That's okay, but like I just like quickly like have you, honestly, because I'm pretty sure I've told you multiple times to watch Shit's Creek. Have you watched Shit's Creek? Pause, pause. You told me it's to on watch Netflix. Yes, well, during our Zoom parties, I told you, Chelsea, Mike, and Joe. You were drunk. You don't remember? Uh, no, 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 no. I'm going to have to correct you. Bring it back and rewind. I watched Shit's Creek before you did. What? Yes, bro. What? I... No. Oh, yeah, you did. But you didn't tell me about it, honestly. Because if we're being honest, you didn't tell me about because it. Because I watched, like, everything and anything. How do you keep things like that from me? It's such an iconic show. Well, I thought you were Anyway. I, well... I just didn't know you like that humor. I, I, what? Yeah, because... Anyway, um, <laughs> when freaking David, just because we were talking about, like, no labels or whatever, when he was talking to Stevie, and they were, like, holding the wines up, the red wine oh. and the red, and the white wine, the white wine, yeah. um, he was like, 
oh, I like the wine, but not the label. And that's, like, he explained it to her. And I thought that was, like, amazing. And then I was watching, like, their documentary and stuff. And he said that he got, like, a shit ton of fan letters. Because he's, like, oh, like, a bunch of, like, people said, like, that's how they came out to, like, their families and oh everything. Oh, the, the scene's fucking iconic. But, yeah. It is so good. And I think you actually sent it to me. And that yes. was gold. That and was next gold. time you see a sitcom... And- Share her. Share her. <laughs> okay, I will. Well, now that I've watched The Office and I can sort of tell... Because usually what we, we know that we watch is like shit like Gossip Girl, yep. Vampire Diaries, and shit like that. So that's mm-hmm. like more teen drama. And this was a sitcom. So I, I like sitcoms. Like, I think it definitely I took think... some time to get used to it. But like, I like sitcoms. Yeah. Yeah, it takes a little bit of time. And I mean, like, I give everything a oh shot because I'm bored as hell. But... Um, but yeah, that was, that was, I love that. And you know what, though? <sighs> I'm kind of mad at the way I came out, because it was kind of aggressive. Was it? it well, yeah, because it was me and my mom, I think we were driving home from New York, back to Pennsylvania. And my brothers were in the back seat just sleeping, or so I thought. And then I kind of was just like, Mom, oh, yeah. I'm bi. I like guys, and I like girls. And you know what kind of pissed me off a little bit? Like, she literally had to assimilate for three days and have that thought in her head for three days to then tell me that I need to go and tell my brothers that it was a joke. I remember you telling me this, yes. Yeah, and that I can be whatever I want to be, but that to them, I need to tell them that it was a joke. Which kind of hurt me. And I mean, to now, they don't know. And it kind of sucks. But, I mean, I still, I try to correct their behavior because they're they're growing up with so much male energy. Toxic masculinity. Like not even, yeah, because they, they're, they're the type of boys that play video games. So it's all that toxic shit. So whenever they say derogatory terms about the LGBTQ community or, you know, they say some racist ass things for no reason. Mm-hmm. You gotta correct and them. And they use racist slurs. And I do. And I correct them so harshly. And like, especially the youngest mm-hmm. one. Because I'm like, do you understand what you're saying right now? Do you understand how awful it is what you're saying right now? And just to like get it in his head that this isn't right. This isn't correct. This is not funny. Yeah. Like, so that's what I've been trying to do. But yeah, they don't know. And like, sometimes I'm like, kind of like, people ask me, like, how do they not know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, because you got to understand, I don't know about you, but I do assimilate depending on my, where, where I'm at. Yeah. So when I'm home, I'm not acting like a free self. I'm, and I'm not, it's not like I'm constraining myself either, but I'm just more boyish. It's yeah. Just, but like, I, I, but it's not that you're more, I feel like some part of your personality is you just like you know it's just a little extra more oh, 100%. you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, well especially when i'm out with you guys like i feel like i could be like more more let's call it feminine yeah side, we can call it comes out because i mean i'm surrounded by so many mm-hmm. girls and, and we're a lot to, we're a vibe. lot <laughs> and the vibe just like goes there yeah and then when i'm home i have like my brothers my new stepdad yeah and they're very boyish so i kind of try to blend in just to, like, assimilate and, like, better get acquainted with them, I guess. So, but, yeah, definitely my whole persona changes. I feel you. 
Another yeah. tangent that we just went off. Another <laughs> tangent. We're so sorry, <laughs> JK. It was an important tangent. Oh my god. Um, that needs to be talked about one hundred. I think it, it needs to definitely yeah. be talked about. But you know what I do like about you is that remember when we had that talk with our friends that it was like why is it so important to come out? Yeah. Like, but why does it have to be a thing? Oh yeah, I I for me personally, I hate the not that I hate that idea. I just don't like it. Just because straight people don't have to come out and be like, oh, I like men or I like women and I'm going to have a heterosexual life. <laughs> like, you, like that, like, it's not that. And it's all, it's like, I don't, for me at least, but then again, that's privilege, you know? And so for me, like, that's why like the whole concept of like coming out is like, not weird for me but like strange like it just feels strange and so like of course like I have my own shit that I need to deal with um but I like admire and I really look to people who do have you know the strength to really be like oh this is who I am and like I'm out and I'm proud um but yeah that's just me um I'm still figuring it out you know (laughs) you know what I find a little bit weird (laughs) what Um, sometimes when people meet me I can tell they're trying to figure me out. I'm dead. What do you mean? <laughs> I can definitely tell when someone is like eyeing me to figure me out. Because like if I'm meeting you for the first time, depending on the crowd, I'll act a little more like my masculine side or like a blend. Oh yeah, his bros will come out. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. That's only when I'm like drunk, drunk and I'm with my bros. <laughs> Because then I'm going to need a beer and forgive me, Lord, but a cigarette. And... <laughs> Bro, I've never touched a cigarette in my life. Oh, I don't know why, but I think it was like the whole frat party thing. They literally just... Oh, that was like when you weren't even near me then. That was not my impulse. That was, that was... That was literally catch a beer, smoke a cig. And never smoked a cigarette on my watch. No, never. Because like, mm, I never needed it. <laughs> I've never stressed him out to the point of smoking a cigarette. I love it. But definitely, it. <laughs> yeah. So since my bro side comes out, and so they don't know who the fuck I am, they're like, who are you? I'm Bruce. Who are you? They're like, yo, and it's hilarious as hell because they, they like come to me and they're like, they're trying to be so shy about it. And they're like, hey, I have a question. And I already know what it is. And they're like, nah. so like, do you like boys? Or like what are you into and i was like huh. i'm okay. into the wine not the label <laughs> i think that Amen. should just be something i'm gonna get that tattooed <laughs> oh my god dead eyes you know and sometimes you know depending on how it's asked i find it offensive yeah and sometimes depending on the person i'm just like i'm fluid like i just go wherever i go i like the person and i like the person and then you know what pisses me off though mm-hmm. And I hate that I do this. Sometimes I'm just like, yeah, I'm gay. Because it's easier to just say that than explain myself. Because it's easier for them to understand it. Because yeah, people, I don't, the simplest things, people are just like, huh? And so, like, it's just easier right. to say, and like, I'm this or that. It's so annoying. And mm-hmm. it's so annoying. But I, like, literally, sometimes when I don't want to have the conversation, I'm like, just, yeah, I'm gay. And this is why I don't say anything to anybody because yeah, I don't feel like I need to explain myself to anybody. It's, uh, and then whenever, like, let's say I like end up talking about a female that interests me or something, they're like, oh, I thought you were gay. I was like, yeah, no, I'm bi. But, you know, it was a lot to handle and didn't want to talk about it's it. It's easier for you to understand. And then I also yeah. feel like that also, like, helps people realize, like, oh, I'm an asshole. <laughs> 
I need to fix myself. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I hope some people do think that way because... I hope, yeah. Because, like, not for nothing, why the fuck do you care who I'm sleeping with? What, what is it... Does like, it really affect your life? Like, How do, are you impacted? Like, why do you care so much? Why does it matter? Like, why? Are you hooking me yeah. up with somebody? No, you're not. You're just <laughs> in my business. Do you have somebody available for right. me? Right. <laughs> like, bro. Like, I'm looking at prospects. <laughs> like, oh, my God. And, oh, you God. know, I feel bad for the people that have to go through this and have no backbone and no support. And, like, because it sucks. Yeah. I mean, I, at least I know I can talk to you and I can talk to, like, some of the friends I actually do have here. Mm-hmm. And because they, I I'm genuinely made a connection with them and I can talk to them about this shit. Yeah. But for the people that, like... Yo, don't have anybody. It it breaks my heart when I see that people have come out to their families and they get kicked out of the home. Oh my god, yeah. That breaks my heart. And it, it like, sort of makes me see that there is a little bit of privilege to the fact that my mom loves me so much to a fall, I guess. Um, That she's like, she, she, she doesn't accept it, but she's like, hey, you're here. She still thinks it's a what would he call it? A, f- a, a phase. phase. Oh yeah. How many times have I heard it's a phase? Or oh, you're greedy. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. I hate that. They're like all the time. Oh my god. And you know what? I remember this one thing from high school that there was they were this group of like people were talking to this one girl who was like openly bi. And she's like, why the fuck are you so greedy? Why you can't just choose? Choose. Yeah, just choose. <laughs> yeah, like what, bro? I if I both. could choose, if, <laughs> if I could choose, I would choose mental stability. <laughs> Yo, please. That's what I choose. Like, Give me mental and financial stability. That that's, ass. My, that's my options. <laughs> Take it or leave it. That's it. That's what I want. Oh my God, oh that my ass. God. But yeah, wow. That was, you know, I feel like, yeah, it needed to be said because. I don't know. I just felt it in my heart. Anyway. Oh, 100%. So, it's guys. Fun. Uh, oh, this was our therapy guy. session for the day. Yeah. All right, Maybe for like, the week, actually. Honestly. <laughs> but, folks, I'm trying to get rid of saying guys. I'm trying to be more open. Yeah. Um, we're working on that. I'm trying to say less of yeah, which I think I've said like 20 times right now. <laughs> trying to say less I'm dead. Um, that came out a lot more on the third episode, which, to my surprise, while I was editing, realized was super annoying. Um, and yeah, I just said it again. Yeah. Oh my God. You know what, though? It's just because we're, we're like having such a like normal conversation, mm-hmm. you and I, that, you know, it's just words of use. Um, I, folks... I, I actually curse a lot more. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. We yeah. We even though we're like cursing every here and there. Yeah. We're we're trying to be PG thirteen. Let's call it. Yeah, PG thirteen <laughs> with the ear of explicit. Yeah. Oh my god, but what was I saying, folks? We're updating our cover art. <gasps> yes. Yes. <laughs> Drum, Drum roll, roll, please. please. <laughs> we're so oh my lame. god. So yeah, because I mean we're evolving. We're 100%. sort of figuring who we are out as a podcast and just learning as we go. And yes. we wanted to update our logo. because So that's that new look and lettering that you're <laughs> seeing right now. Um, that's what's going to be for now. And then if it changes, it changes. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Just go along with it. Yes. <laughs> 
So along with that, we decided that, you know, with these first couple episodes, you guys have gotten to, you know, get to know us in a deep personal way. Deeper. (laughs) (laughs) So we wanted to, you know, bring you guys into our (gasps) favorite show. Oh my God. So we... I'm so excited just because I get to actually watch TV because I have to. (laughs) (laughs) Which is like the best homework ever. Um, yeah. So yeah, we're going to be talking about the shows that we've watched over and over and over again um, and sort of kind of like see them in a different light because there are some shows we started when we were back in high school, like young little boys and girls. And and I think seeing them in a fresh light yeah. from like where we are now, I think it's definitely going to be different. But you know, sit down, put your seatbelt on and enjoy the ride. <laughs> I'm so good. Yes, all I'm saying is that One Tree Hill is going to make an appearance at some point. You know, I've never watched it. I know that's why oh I'm my saying God. it's going to have to make an appearance because I've seen that show like thirty times, and you need you to have. watch. And that's I all I'm know. saying. And we can end it there. That's all I'm saying. Okay. All right. All we'll saying. end it there. <laughs> but yeah. So um, we're taking a different turn with this. Uh, we're gonna go wherever we want to go with this podcast, guys. And you know. We're still going to be ourselves and we're still going to include our lives because it's just everything assimilates back to everything. Our yeah. lives, society can click and clack with everything we talk about. <laughs> I don't know what that meant. But anyway. That was cute. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. So <laughs> thank you guys for listening to episode four. And Dankashu. And we'll see you next time. Yes, and don't forget to follow us on Instagram. It had potential pod. And then you can find the Twitter on the link tree because it's a little difficult for me to say. It's kind of a mouthful. It is a mouthful, (laughs) but definitely hit up our Instagram. Follow us on every social that we have on link tree. And, you know, if you want to go back and listen to some of our podcasts, you're welcome to. Danke schön. All right, bye. Bye.